Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. I'm Roxy and I have an unapologetic approach to everything I do. Y yo soy Ruby, a traditional woman with a modern perspective on life. We're going to be talking about social media, hot topics, pop culture, relationships, politics, sports, and everything in between. Buckle up. Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Prepare for takeoff. Three, two, one. And we are here again. Welcome, guys. Hi, hi Ruby. I was going to say Roxy. hi, Roxy. <laughs> Somos una comadre. <laughs> welcome, welcome, guys, to Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. I've been having a lot of conversations with myself this week. That's for sure. Oh, you have, <laughs> Maybe that's why I wanted to call you Roxy. That is true. Yeah. Bueno, but, hoy en la noche vamos a tomarnos unos alcoholes. See, We're going to be that, drinking tonight. Oh, my God. S speaking of alcoholes, I have this really interesting um, article that I came across. Yeah. Y it was saying that que this new study is finding that one in eight Americans struggle with alcohol abuse. Y que los números are going higher and higher. And it's going higher among women and minorities. I'm all the way up. Las <laughs> <laughs> Las mujeres oh, se están cometiendo alcohólicas. And pura borracha. Pura borracha. Oh so right now when you said esta noche nos tomamos unos alcoholes, you reminded me of that. But you know, I have to say, Ruby and I could drink. Yes. You know? We know. I think once you start, you get to the point where you're like, you get a DUI, you know, you get another DUI. And yeah, or you know what? Once you, you become irresponsible, then that's not cool. I mean, just you have to know yourself. Una vez que me pongo like a little bit dizzy, just a little bit, I stop drinking and I start drinking water. Yeah, uh -huh. you have to know like, okay, if I drink one more drink, I'm going to black out. Not even be way no, before that. But pero, pero honestly, Ruby, yo conozco gente, guys and girls, but more women that they drink and they're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what happened. I blacked out. Oh, no. And, no, and you no, know what? No. And then I fucked her man. And you're like, no, no bitch. <laughs> no. Wait a minute. Like, that's not an excuse. That's that's so that's so irresponsible. That's so that's an excuse. But that's I, your true self coming out. Absolutely. I be, I'm a believer in that. Yeah. Don't blame it on the alcohol. I mean, no. I know Jamie Foxx said blame it on the alcohol. But no, ni madres. Well, it was saying that almost uh, 30 million Americans are actively struggling with alcohol abuse. And you know what's the craziest part about this is that le está pasando a la gente mayor también. From 45 to 65 years old. O sea, ya, ya de viejitos. Ya de viejitos. They're like, fuck it. I don't know why I say married to this pendejo. Maybe we should blame it on the doctor because they, they start telling them, oh, una, una copita de vino, it's good for you. Like a little tequila shot, it's good for you. That's what they've been telling my dad. And I'm like, papá, tú tomaste toda la vida. 
I mean, like, you had enough. <laughs> you had enough. Yes. Y por favor, ignora lo que te está diciendo el doctor. Pero, um, pero yeah, I, I thought that was really shocking to think that 45 to 65-year-old people, the, it increased by 81.5%. That's a huge increase. Y la cosa es que, if you really start thinking about it, like, alcoholismo... It's a disease. Of course. Like, it's a disease. And just because you're not losing your hair, like, people lose their hair to cancer, and you can't see it, doesn't mean you don't have a problem. And so, it's killing you, too. And it's killing you, and it, it's breaking up your family. Oh, I know a lot of worst. a lot of, you know, women that are married to alcoholics, and they're like, I hate when he comes home, because right away, the moment I hear a little can open, I get nervous. Because, they, you know, because there's people that, I think we had a conversation about this on the podcast, like, what kind of alcoholic are you? Yeah. Like I'm more of a chill algae. Like what does that like, mean? I, when I drink, I just oh, o sea, chill. no eres malacopa, yeah. Oh no. my god, I hate malacopas. I hate people when they drink and then they turn into someone else that I hate. It's like no, dude, that's not for you. Well, there's there's men that when they drink, they become ragers. They become ragers. They they rager. rage like tienen, <laughs> tienen, they're they're angry. Like when you're oh, you're raging, you're just okay, like yeah, yes. and empiezan a tirar cosas. And then there's alcoholics that become nice and they're like, come here, honey, let me give you a hundred dollars. You know, they become uh, that was my dad. Really? Yeah, that's why everybody loved him drunk. Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> then he starts giving away money. <laughs> yeah, y qué más, comadre? Um, did you hear about Brangelina that they might be back together? I'm kind of, I'm kind of surprised, but I'm, I'm happy. There's so I'm many happy. kids there, you know. Well, the story is que supuestamente, here we go, talking about alcoholism again. That que Brad Pitt tenía a serious problem with alcohol. Yep. And that yep. he's vowed to, I guess he stopped drinking. Yep. And and now she wants him back. And he does too, obviously. Oh, I mean, but that's that's beautiful. I mean, I'm such a big advocate is of like, fight for your relationship for as much as you can. Yeah. But then, you know what? There comes a point where like, you just can't fight for it anymore because vale madre. Ahora, cuando... <laughs> Why are you laughing? No, I'm just, yeah, you know, I'm to I totally agree with you. But um, when is it too much? En que punto uno ya no puede, like, it's done. You know, like, I think we each have our boundaries. When they dump you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they dump you and they're like, I don't want to be with you no more because it's not working for me and I'm out. That's when you can't, you can't beg somebody no, to be no, with you. No, no, you cannot. You, you cannot. Jamás. Jamás. But, um... Yeah, that's one way to go. I think you know once once you cross the line of like to me cheating is For you is cheating. is, is yeah. I've never been cheated on but I would not tolerate that. Mm -hmm. To me if you raise your hand at me Oh yeah. Not even if you if you hit me for sure, but even if you show show that like only if you hit me at certain <laughs> a certain <laughs> moments, like spanking that ass is okay, verdad? No, have you been? Have you ever been smacked during sex? Ah, uh, yes. Like in the face? But oh I my god, no! Wait, no, mom. <laughs> no, you've I'll never work. been slapped in the I face, but like gentle face. No, but I've been a little choked. Like, I have. I've been know, slapped like, in the face during sex, but like it's it's not like a. Like a, not like a super hard smack, but it's kind of like, like oh, yeah, pero like así como like, like rough, but gentle at the same time. No, mejor que lo hagan rough en las pompas. There's a lot of room there. It's because sometimes when you hit you en las pompas, it stings. Ay, que rico. <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy. Oh, my God. And we have a special guest with us today. Our boy, uh, I actually ran into you at the Frankie J Baby Bash video shoot. Our boy Gilbert Saldivar. What's up, what brother? What up, what up, what up? I've been dying to jump in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, you're like, yes, yes. 
I see he's like dying at this conversation. You're like, so hyper. <laughs> yes, those locas are talking about spanking that ass. Y todo. No, have you ever spanked anybody in the heat of, of the moment? Of course. When you're having a sexual relations? Yeah, man, it just happens, you know? It's, it just happens, yeah, right? Te iba a preguntar con la mano. They smack you in the cara con la mano. Or go? That's that's or a Ruby. Other, that's a Ruby or, didn't ask or, or me. Otra cosa. That's the thing. She didn't ask me that question, Ruby. Yeah. That is true. I'm sorry. I show off. It was an anaconda. Just it was an anaconda. <laughs> you know, I've never dated a black man, but you know, I feel like. Pretty soon I might. <gasps> oh my God, yes. There's pretty one in the studio, so. You know, pretty, pretty soon I'm going to become international and it is. It's, I'm just going to like taste the rainbow. <gasps> a rainbow? I can help you with that? <laughs> what do you mean? We can just go and, and hunt. I got some homies. You do? You know what's crazy is um, one of my girls, I just had lunch with her the other day. We hadn't seen each other for like 10 years. Salvadorena, just like me, crazy like when I met her she was super crazy but oh she married an Israeli dude and she was he's an Israeli Jew or yeah Israeli Jew and she was just saying that Israeli men I mean at least her experience with Israeli men like son son otro nivel like son hombres that take care of their women and they, they're, they're hustlers and they're providers and she's like girl get you an Israeli <laughs> y los mexicanos que a mi me encantan los mexicanos ay a mi me encantan los latinos that's all I've ever dated yeah no I've dated I've dated uh, an Indian my first how was that horrible <laughs> <laughs> he didn't look Indian I just moved here and he just looked like Aladdin with blue eyes and I was like what's that and my friend was like he's Indian and I'm like what, what? I love Indian food I hate Indian food, and I would never date an Indian guy again, ever. Why? I just didn't like it. You didn't like the experience? No. What about you, Gilbert? Are you into dating internationally? Yeah, man. You can't put you can't put any uh, uh, restrictions on dating, I think. You yeah. You know what I mean? Especially, like, coming out to... I, I grew up in Texas, and I remember coming out of high school, I was a little Tejano kid, you know? Uh, I, was a, <laughs> I was a cowboy vaquero growing up, and when I stepped into college, I was like, different ethnicities yeah so and then moving out to la was even even more of that so yeah man you got to be open there's beautiful people in every culture there is yes. like i'm only gonna date this race and he has to talk spanish right and he has to be catholic and he has to be three years older than me and solito we limit ourselves or yeah, younger yeah, yeah. you know now it's just like be open to like somebody told me the other day don't look for love let love find you yeah and i was like Words of wisdom. Yeah, right. <laughs> words oh of wisdom. Even though it still hasn't found me, but yeah, words of wisdom, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's hope, Gilbert. There's hope. <laughs> okay, so no, people, let's tell people more about you. Like, you're a, dan you're a professional dancer. Yeah, so I moved out from Texas to LA to be a professional dancer, and I've, uh, I've uh, done backup for like Jennifer Lopez and Christina Aguilera, a lot of female pop artists. And uh, now I'm dabbing Nicole into... Nicole también, ¿verdad? Yeah, I did a couple of videos with her. She was one of the first people I uh, worked with on that show, Eden's Crush. Before there was American Idol, there was a show called Pop Stars. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, a lot of female pop artists. So, how's how's the life of a, of a dancer? Because I did a, um, a report... And it's kind of, it's tough. Yeah. It is like one of the toughest industries yeah. because of many factors, but you explain this. Yeah, I mean, physically, for uh, first and foremost, the physical aspect. I mean, I don't really s understand why dancers aren't considered or or compensated like athletes. Yes. Because we physically put in a lot yes. of work. But I think we love it so much that we kind of don't worry about the finances or whatever. But um, yeah, like as an older dancer, I've been dancing for 16 years professionally. What? So, you know, I got a diet different. You know that we were talking. You guys were talking about alcohol earlier, and I, I have to cut down on the partying so much. Huh? What's cutting down? Cut down. In other words, sí, not, sí, pero cuántos? Like how many? 
Like, uh, if you were to go I, out, I, how much yeah. alcohol can you intake? Exactly. I mean, I'm a drinker. You me know? too. I'm, yeah, I'm a drinker. So for me, sometimes, like, uh, we're preparing for a project with Christina Aguilera coming up. Oh, nice. And so for me, it's about cutting it out completely. Cause oh, I, yeah. You got to carry an hour and a half set. You know what I mean? So... Maybe that's where Jennifer Lopez got her discipline from because yeah. everybody knows she started off as a fly girl yeah. and she clearly says it all the time. She doesn't drink right. and she doesn't smoke. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it, la disciplina empezó ahí because yeah. she was a backup, she was a dancer. Yeah. yeah. And, and then she, she stopped liking it. Yeah, she always talks about too about getting her eight hours rest. She's really, oh, yeah. Oh, ten hours. She's, I mean, she says eight, you know, as long as she gets her eight, she, you know, well, she Well, that's feels technically good. scientifically what you need. Eight yeah. hours of rest y ya. Yeah, but the discipline that Jennifer has is obvious. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who doesn't want to be goals like 48? Right, well, right. she's 48. 48, she just, yeah, yeah. And they say she's like super hyper. Is she? She got a lot of energy. Yeah, like a could, lot of energy. Have yeah. you guys seen her Vegas show? No. Yes, yeah. I went to see it. Oh yeah. my gosh. She's got amazing she's energy. Ama- Were you part of that show with her? No, no, no. I actually, uh, my last show with her was when she introduced herself to Vegas on New Year's. Okay. And then I stepped out. I stepped out because I, I, I couldn't commit to the contract. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit of an older dancer, so committing to that long of a contract wasn't going to benefit me. Yeah. So I kind of started branching out as of leaving that project. Yeah, and that's but, what happens that over the years you build these relationships and you count. I mean, why not work with the Christina and the right, J-Lo right, right. and work with several versus right. just with one? Right, and plus I want to be, I want to pursue acting as well. So it's Oh, it's you kinda, do? Yeah, well, mm. yeah, I've, I've been doing, I don't know if you guys saw Stomp the Yard back like 10 years ago. Yes. I'm the cholo that kills Chris Brown oh, at the yes, beginning. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yes, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I didn't put that together. Yeah, because, yeah, nobody does. I'm but, the cholo. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You that's do what, not look like a cholo. What are you talking about? I was bald with tattoos on my face. Yeah, yeah. In, 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 the, the, in, the, in movie. the film. In oh, the film. I was like, <laughs> no, por eso, yeah, I don't, like, I don't look like tattoos. No, 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 no. En la película. En la película. I can, yeah. So since then, I've kind of uh, dabbled in the acting in between uh, dance gigs. I did that uh, Hulu series, East Los High. Yes, oh. I remember. For, yeah. For a couple How was seasons. That? So that's amazing. It was amazing. And I think the best part of that was connecting with like young Latino actors. Yeah. And seeing how much they're all doing in the industry. It kind of. Uh, yeah, it kind of inspired me to to pursue it. And you recently did um, Zoot Suit, right? right? Which is a musical. Yeah. That that played at the Mark Taper Theater. Yeah, that was incredible. Um, so if you don't know the history of Zoot Suit, it was a play that went to stage in '78 and then went to film. I think in '79 or '80 with Edward James Olmos and a bunch of incredible actors. Uh, so they brought it back to the Mark Taper this year. And uh, how did we not know about this, Ruby? The, I know. I love musicals. Yeah. Yeah. You could. You can invite us next time. Yeah. 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 Next time I, we go to remember, stage. Remember yeah, when yeah. I saw you? Hopefully at, it comes back. At the yeah. video shoot, I was like. Gilbert, why didn't you invite me? Yeah, man. And it He's was, like, you didn't hear about it? Yeah. I was like, damn, I need to read more. Yeah, it, it, it taught me a lot. I, I didn't know about the Zoot Suit riots in L.A. I had heard about the Harlem riots, but I didn't know that they were tied together. And to, to be able to like sing and dance and tell that story was pretty powerful. So you could sing? I mean, we, we 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 sang in an in an ensemble, but oh, okay. no, 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 I don't, yeah, definitely don't consider Oprah? myself a singer. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, este, do you give classes or something? I do. I uh, I don't teach a lot in LA because there's a lot of teachers here. But I'm starting to the stuff that I've been doing at the Latin Premios, the urban Latino movement. I'm starting to do a lot of that. Actually, today we're shooting a video with uh, Giancarlo Scanella. Ah, que bien I put see. I put some choreography on him and uh, a girl named Montana, and uh, we're shooting that today. So yeah. Nos puedes poner nosotras coreografías. Sí, cuando Listen, yo fui a una clase de hip hop when I was going to the gym, like 24 hour fitness, and 
I swear, like, I have rhythm. I get down to salsa. My hips move. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. suelta, you know? Yeah, yeah. But when it comes to an actual choreographed dance, yeah. como que me cuesta a little yeah. bit. So how do you how do you catch on to the whole routine so fast? I, I like, mean, how quick can you learn a routine? I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm quick. Yeah. People laugh at me because I tend to come into rehearsals, like, late, or I'm splitting myself between two jobs, and then I just pick up the slack. I've been I've been dancing since I was like five years old. It's I, coordination, like memor, yes. memorization and, and cómo se coordina tu cuerpo yeah. con tu mente rápido. Right. And, oh, and pues I I'm say, off then. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off. Yeah. Ay, Dios mío. I need to work on coordination. <laughs> no, pero listen, today um, also an, an awesome project of yours dropped. We're going to talk about that coming right back. And also I want to talk about how we were talking that you like to work with kids. Yeah. And I want to get into more detail about that because I think it's important that people that have a career that they're good at get to share their gifts with others and yeah. you know some people don't but you do and yeah, I yeah, like definitely. that so we're coming right back Amber Rose presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby Moore of our boy Gilbert Salivar no fuimos Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment and more. Play it at play.it Hey, it's your girl Amber Rose and you're listening to Risque with Roxy and Ruby. From one bad bitch to another, these ladies know what's up. Risque with Roxy and Ruby. And we're back. I love it. Our boy Anthony, our engineer, nos, nos trae cortitas. Nos trae en friega. He's like, you guys, y'all, y'all need to get together, okay? <laughs> we got our boy Gilbert Saldivar. Do you ever get the the question, are you related to Yolanda Saldivar? Man, that, so when I was Because you're from Texas. I hate it. I hate that so much. <laughs> yeah, when I was in school, people would like, you know, you, you give one student the papers to pass out the graded papers and it would say like Selena Killer on them. And I was like, oh, dude. Like, no. Nah, there's, there, there's no relation. There's no, I, yeah. I you're hate. like, thank God. Yeah, I know. Do yeah, you guys yeah, yeah. think when Yol- is Yolanda ever gonna get out? No, I hope not. No, no, no. I mean, she got life in there, right? Yeah. I mean, she clearly murdered her. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Such a crazy story. I just, Such I just started reading that book. The, the uh, oh, Chris, the one, Chris, the one that Chris. The love story. Uh, what is it? To Selena with love. Yeah, man. I started reading that book too, isn't it? Yeah. I, what, I, what I love about it is that it reminds you know I, I was at the Hano Kid, like I told you. I used to, I used to follow those bands that they talk about in the you know La Mafia and you know like. Th- th- that was my music. Hey, so. La Mafia was my group, yeah. man. Vives so? dentro de mí. Es, es música tejana, you know. That, Selena was like our Madonna. Nunca you know? she was escuchaste like, yeah, el grupo yeah. La Mafia? No, güey. Vida, yo te amo más que la de que eres. Ah, sí, 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 claro, claro. Desconoce las canciones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to bump it. My dad used to have a record player. And then before the song played, it was like... Yeah, you know yeah, all yeah. the stuff that a record yeah, yeah, yeah. when you oh, estamos viejos estamos yeah, viejos cállate tú estás viejo no me speak for yourself no pero um, so today it was a big day for you because la the video with Maluma and Mark Anthony the salsa version of Felices, Felices Los Cuatro yeah dropped today that dropped today yeah Jesse Terrero the director uh, amazing guy yes uh, he what brought, up Jesse yeah uh, he brought me on to choreograph the video a couple weeks back and it dropped today yeah. So when yeah. you choreograph Mark Anthony, do you tell him how, like? Nah, nobody choreographs Mark Anthony. <laughs> okay. He's a beast. No, ese solito. Por qué? Por qué? ¿Cómo es? No, o sea, Mark, Mark Anthony's uh, on stage is, is he's a beast. Yeah, o sea, he is. Eh, Aunque eh, está eh, todo chiquito, eh, ¿verdad? No, hombre, pero la energía que él tiene, you know, es increíble. No, no, no es necesario ponerle coreografía. Que él tiene. Él tiene, tiene un, un soul. Yeah. Like, Yeah. yeah. Pero entonces tú a los detrás. A los bailarines. Uh-huh. A los bailarines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. According to his moves? No, no, no. O sea, it was, it, um, for this video, o, o it was more, era, era, era parejas de salsa bailando. So, yo casi no hice nada. Yo junté a las parejas y ellos, you know, después unos pasitos, pero casi todo era, uh, you know, uh, salsa social. 
you know, oh, kind of freestyle. I yeah. love that. You know, I love salsa. I'm saladreña. So, like, la salsa para me is, like, what it is. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of Mexicanos me like banda. Salsa. Yeah. But um, I grew up listening to salsa, like Frankie sí. Ruiz and Celia Cruz and um, La India. See, I'm so. kind of new to it. Yo me creía, como les dije, in, in Texas, y para mí era la cumbia. We grew up on cumbias. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I've seen salsa through the years being in L.A., but I recently uh, shot, I mean, like two years ago, we shot a film called Shine, and it was uh, 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 a New York story, Salseros from New York. And, and what's the difference it, between Salseros in New York and uh, L.A.? I mean, I don't know much about salsa, but I think one of the biggest differences is that they, they dance on two in New York, and they dance on one in L.A., and that's a little bit, you know, uh, I don't know if it's a little that's bit of a... interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it, it's juicier. The only way I can explain it is the salsa on two is just juicier. It's grimier. And it's New York. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's just dirtier. Are you Mexican? Ooh. Mexicano. Nacido en Matamoros. Te escuchas con un pequeño acento caribeño. I know. Se me, se me, como tengo muchas amistades uh, boricuas y cubanas, like se, me, yes. se me mezcla todo. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pero, you know, pero, you soy, pero soy naco, naco. Like, uh, naco, naco, naco. <laughs> you speak Spanish very well, man. Thank you. So Thank growing you. up, your parents inculcaron eso? Was it like a mandatory de que siempre hablaras español? Well, uh, I grew up with my mother and uh, she only speaks Spanish and uh, she comes from a family of 18. So, he, nice. you know, everybody only speaks Spanish so that's yeah. what we spoke. Yeah, pues if you want to communicate with your mom, right, you better right, right, right. <laughs> No, but it's been the best blessing. You yes. know what I mean? Having, having both of those languages I think is, is it's powerful especially today. What's your favorite part about being on set when you are on set with these artists or these videos? Uh, in, the, in the music world? Like as a dancer? Yeah, as, as a dancer. As a dancer, uh, I mean, I'll just explain like what I what I get from Jennifer. Like I just it's like I'm a student in the room and I'm just watching her hustle and her drive and her execution so that when I get that opportunity, I'm 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 just as ready and prepared. So for me it's it's just learning. Yeah. Even even learning like even watching you guys and the magic you have in this room it, it is uh, exciting to me because I'm learning, you know? Yeah. yeah. You're a student at all moments. Exactly. That's amazing. I yeah. love that. So when you go into a, like a, a set, you vas a coreografiar a, por ejemplo, a J-Lo, mm -hmm. that she's, you know, like you said, a beast. Do you, what do you do? Like you just, nomás haces la coreografía de los de atrás or you kind of tell her or... So con lo, con lo de Jennifer nunca me ha tocado ponerle coreografía. ¿A pero ella? A, a ella no. Bueno, pedacitos, pero yo en el, eh, en el uh, proyecto de ella era eh, lo que le dicen el dance captain. Uh -huh. So habían coreógrafos que venían con coreografía and then I would set it to stage. But I think with any artist, not not just someone that you're choreographing for, just any as your as a mover, you kind of you gotta fill out a room. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't go to a Jennifer or a Christina and say, This is how you're gonna do it and this is your step. You watch them and you say, Okay, let's do it your way and you pull out of them, you know, because dancing is a flow. It's a it's a it's an energy between It's like having sex. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, you know what they say, I mean, right? But that's not true. <laughs> I mean, if you have good sex. If, I mean, if you have I good do. sex. Do you, do you believe that? Because there's there's a lot of people that believe, si no sabes bailar bien, and you're stiff, well, de I've, que no puedes mover nada bien. I've seen a very stiff man, and he's uh, he's been the best. Epa. Really? <laughs> <laughs> what, so do you believe that? Because, I mean, I kind of, I don't know, man. I... I I mean, I, I I'm a dancer, so I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't, you don't know, know. I don't know the opposite. Yeah, I, you know, and so. I'm a dancer too, yeah. like a street dancer. And My I ain't got no complaints. So, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. it. So, so this movie, um, Shine, it's gonna be coming out where? Yeah. So it uh, just got accepted to Urban World Film Festival in New York, uh, mid September. So, and Urban World is, uh, it, it, it feeds out to Fox and a bunch of different networks. So, I think BET as well. So, hopefully it'll be, you know, out to the public 
soon. But it goes Dang. to festival in September. No, yeah. And it's a great story, man. You guys are going to enjoy it. Again, it's uh, New York Salceros dealing with gentrification. And yeah, it's, uh, David Zayas plays my father. Um, yeah, so it's, it's just a good story. You it's guys are funny enjoy it. because gentrification is happening everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's not just a lot of people that live in South Central where they see gentrification happening or, or Highland Park. Right. A lot I of gentrification is happening in Highland Park. Yeah. Everyone's just like, uh, it's just LA. But yeah. now that you said it's happening in New York, no, yeah. I can imagine it's happening everywhere. Yeah, Texas. Hap- uh, in, in Houston as well, because I go back a lot um, and, and search for property. I have a dance studio back home with my family. So, um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's inevitable, man. We're growing. We're growing. It's time to evolve, fa- right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shit. So we gotta evolution has been a word in my life lately that's been very active. Yeah. Pues no sé si va a haber mucha evolución con esta guerra que nos vamos a ir. <laughs> yeah, ¿Se va a hacer o no? Oh my, it Listen, looks like it, man. Donald Trump, like, yeah. let, let's talk about, this Please, is serious. Let's do, this is scary. You know, Donald Trump, his, um, his recent tweets are basically taunting. I mean, They're taunting, what's that man's name? The, the leader of uh, Japan. Uh, Kim Jong-un. Uh, no, that sounds like a sushi roll, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh my gosh, no, his name is Kim Young. Some, it sounds like Kim Anyun. Kim Anyun. No, 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 but I'm serious. Do you guys think we could go to, to war with North Korea? Of course. And the worst part is that even China said, okay, see. Si Estados Unidos ataca a North Korea, they're going to get in. Y si, y si Korea ataca a Estados Unidos, they're going to uh, maintain neutral. Like, oh what the hell? Gosh. So they're kind of taking sides too. I don't know. It's it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy to go on CNN and say and, and read articles that say uh, what what the first U.S. strike would look like. Mm-hmm. Like, they're already predicting this shit. Oh, no. And, yeah. you know, the newspapers in Guam, which is going to be the first um, country, or it's una colonia de Estados Unidos que they hit, uh, the, uh, the government just released, uh, like, a number of things you should do in order to uh, cover yourself from a nuclear um, bomb. Uno, oh no, they cannot look at the light. Two, they have to stay in their homes for 24 hours. And then uh, wash their bodies and like scrub their bodies of any residuals that might, you know, be left. O sea que ya el, papel, el periódico está... They're preparing people. No, preparando. but just stock up, up on tequila, you're fine. No, no, <laughs> no, we could literally, you guys, if this really happens, we could be gone tomorrow. Like, it's that serious. Y lo peor es que we're like on the West, so we're closer. Man, but I think that's like, uh, I remember when I moved out to L.A. years ago, everybody keeps warning me about this big earthquake, earthquake. and it never happens. Uh, well, that's kind of like, yeah. like the homo homie came up with this, came across this article, right? This Christian astrologer. <laughs> that's not Christian, first of all. <laughs> this Christian astrologer said that the world is going to be ending when, Erika? What did he say? In about 45 days. Like, first of all, Christians are not don't believe in astrology. Okay, so he's full of shit. <laughs> exactly. I was about to say, I thought Christians didn't believe no, in astrology. No, no. Oh but you God. remember when Y2K was going to happen? I mean, that was the year I graduated. Yeah, I booked oh, the shit. flight. On, it was like a $45 flight to LA because everybody thought the planes were going to fall out the sky, so I took advantage of it. I was by myself chilling. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, once the clock strikes 12, everything's going to change. You know that pasó. I mean, I definitely held my breath, but nothing happened, so. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, but you know, um, I think, and a lot of people think that that Trump is making Twitter cool all over again. Cool, yeah, he's like not he, cool just because of the comments, and he stays active. He stays active. Well, what an influencer! I know what an he's like the <laughs> ultimate influencer. But he's just he's just as big a troll as all the other people exactly. that run around. Like I, I like it, it's it's just such a platform for ignorance, yes. and he's. He's the main one. He's the main example exactly. of how ignorant you can be on social media. And then a lot of politicians say say that uh, he's um, losing the U.S. credibility. Yeah. Because he's just talking out of his ass. Right, right, right. Y no, o sea, cuando dice, I'm going to attack, they don't believe him or oh, the world well, has ever seen something like whatever. Yeah. I, I, read, I read a book recently called The World is Yours. Uh, and it kinda, Who's the author? Uh, I forget his name. I bought it. I went to Agape Service and outside. Oh, there was I a love stand. Agape. Yeah, it's a, yeah, and oh. it's a great, it's a great book. But it basically empowers you with information. And it talked about how this that we're feeding into this social media information that's being thrown at us is part of the matrix that they want us to fall into. Yep. So you have to be careful that you don't fall into all of this misinformation. Exactly. Because it keeps you. Scared, kind of, yeah, living yeah, yeah. in fear. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Where, where you you can't be your best self because you're worried about everything you're being. All this information is being dropped on you. Isn't it amazing how they never highlight like positive things in the news? Right. And I know a lot of great people right. that are doing great things. Right. You know what I mean? Right, but right, like, right. for example, you you like to work with a lot of kids when you go back to Texas, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have a dance studio with my little sister. She does most of the work, but um, it's called ADC Studios. Uh, it's art, dance, culture in Spanish, arte, danza, cultura, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a cool studio because so I grew up doing uh, Mexican folklore ballet folklorico oh you did yeah oh, nice. yeah I know how to dance that yeah. really yeah. Wait, where are you from Guadalajara, Guadalajara. Guadalajara. I was la reina de los charros en Guadalajara uh, so we had to dance with the como con el yeah, vestido yeah. de Adelita y todo yeah 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 I know how to dance my favorite tapatina. thing when they dance uh, ballet folklorico is when the charro would get his gorra y se lo pone en el piso no 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 cuando se besan cuando se besan parece que se besan pero do they es al último and you're like, oh, do they kiss underneath I mean, that hat or what? I mean, sometimes, sometimes yeah, did you get it in? You sneak one in, right? Sneak right? In. I would, shoot. I'm, right. I've always been picada <laughs> like that. Like, un besito. But yeah, so I, I, uh, I did that from the time I was five years old to 17. And then in college, I started branching out to different types of dancing. And then I moved to LA when I was 21. So, so that was w- your first yeah, Ballet Folklorico is no my, ba- is my, yeah, yeah, that's my that foundation. Awesome. So at the studio, um, they get trained in Folklorico, but then they get trained in everything that I didn't get trained in as a kid. Hip-hop, jazz, ballet, even some, you know, salsa and bachata and stuff like that. So it's a really different studio. And yeah. I, I enjoy going back and teaching them and watching them grow into not just dancers, but like one of our kids became a cinematographer in college. Mm. And, you know, it, it's just... It, it's just I, it's just really nice to watch these kids. Uh, um, they're admired by the things that we just, that I just naturally do by dancing with these artists. Yeah. And so then you just see their hustle and you see them grow and it's 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 awesome. Do you have kids? No, I don't. So you, I don't. you're craving one. Uh, I think once I stopped touring, I mean, I, I grew up with, an, with, with, I didn't grow up with a father. So for me, starting a family when I'm not stable and at home doesn't make any sense. I'd be repeating the cycle. In you're, a sense. Yeah, you're going to break the cycle yeah, for yeah. sure. So, so once I, start, I I have one more tour under my belt. I'm going to uh, take off with Christina Aguilera, hopefully, if God permits, uh, towards the end of the year. And, uh, and then after that, I'm going to switch gears into the acting and then hopefully start a family and chill out. Oh, well, you know? listen, if that's what you visualize, that's what it's going to be. Yeah, I want to start yeah. a family maybe too, like soon, like... Well, like maybe three years. 
Okay. Three years. Yeah. 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 Me two, maybe two or three me like years. Five. Yeah. I'm totally Dude, open. I just practice from that. now until then. Right? Yeah. This is just a lot of practice. I just, yeah. We need to <laughs> practice makes perfect kids. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did your family, Gilbert, did your family think that you were crazy when you moved to California, when you moved to LA when you were 21? I mean, because I, I didn't realize you had moved here when you were 21. Yeah, when I was 21. I think so because I quit. I quit college. I was in my second year of college at uh, U of H, University of Houston, and uh, yeah, I told my mom I was gonna. You know, take a trip to LA for a month. And she's like, "Why is your TV in the back of your car?" And <laughs> oh, so, you did a road trip. Yeah, yeah. I just took my car and took my TV and drove out here. And you did you have a solid plan, or were you uh, just like pursuing? Uh, a friend of mine, she wanted to be a comedian. She was moving out with me at the same time, and her cousin lived out here, out in Torrance. Uh, and so we came out here and just, you know, just kind of winged it for a bit. Luckily, I landed work like within my first month, you know. And so then it, I just, you know, I just kept growing and growing and growing. So. Never, yeah. made, never made it back to Houston. I remember one time I did a long-ass road trip like that, too, when I quit doing radio in Chicago. Yeah. I wanted to transfer. I wanted to transfer back to, like, the company that I was working for. And they're like, no, like, we need you out there. The yeah. ratings are doing great. Like, you yeah. know, we know you want to be out here. Yeah. But this is where we need you. And I was like, well, I don't want to be out here. Yeah. Like, I want to be in L.A. Yeah. So I quit. And I did a road trip from Chicago back to L.A. Uh, it was a four-day trip. One night we stayed in a camping ground. One night we stayed in a creepy ass hotel, like those hotels that you see in those like torture movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We stayed one of those, and then one other night we stayed at one of my boys' house in Vegas. And then the fourth night we finally like arrived, and yeah. I, it was when the first uh, models of the Volkswagen Beetle had hey, just came out. Yeah. So I was rolling in my Beetle. Oh man, that's the best. Those stories are the best because it, it 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 makes you. You know what I mean? Yeah. How, how bad do you want it? I'm gonna drive from Chicago to LA. You know? Yep, for sure. And yeah. I drove back with one of my girls, and we still talk to this day and I think I had like $300 in my pocket Same. like enough yeah. to put gas to eat off the dollar menu yeah I got here and I got two jobs I was stocking panties at Victoria's Secret in the middle of the night you what? know what I mean like yeah, yeah. whatever it whatever it, it took just to to be here you yeah know? and thank God it you know it manifested into something nice I love it well I love man that you're succeeding and that you're f pursuing your dream and and doing what you love Likewise, you know because I, I think a lot of people um, live secure lives versus unco I think you know unco an unconventional life is scary. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think you you find so much security and freedom. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Versus like going to a nine to five job and you fucking hate it. Right. You know right, what I'm right. saying? Yeah, God, yeah, that's yeah, so scary. That yeah. scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Seriously. To be comfortable because you can get comfortable. Right. Quickly. Right. With the consistency yes. of, of a nine the, to five. Yeah. 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 So Gilbert, where can people find you on social media? Uh, all of my handles are Gilbert Saldivar. My Facebook, my Instagram, Gilbert Saldivar. Uh, yeah. That's Follow him, Gilbert. It's Saldivar for the Green. Yeah, we got some cool stuff coming up. I told you I'm going to shoot Chocolate City Three uh, in Vegas this weekend, which is uh, a film that I've been doing, and uh, also The Shine coming up and the Christina Aguilera stuff. So we got some cool stuff coming. Nice. Up, so. so follow him. Send him a DM. Do you have? Do you get don't, crazy it, DMs? Don't, it don't go down like that in the DMs. So don't get crazy. <laughs> don't get crazy. <laughs> don't get crazy. <laughs> don't get crazy. Just you know, no. But seriously, if you have questions about maybe dance, a yeah, lot of whatever, man. Want to pursue it, but they don't know how. I get girls that hit me up and they're like, I want to be a backup dancer, but how do I do it? Because yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you sometimes when i go to concerts mm -hmm. and i look at the backup dancers they are badass yeah. and mm -hmm. i will zone in on the backup dancers more than the artists That's what's up. i'm gonna so, invite you i'm gonna invite you to the next concert i have out here. sometimes i do and i'm just like they make the artists look like like yeah. they, i forget about them because yeah. their moves are so badass yeah. and they got great bodies and i'm like damn hey. <laughs> all right we'll be right back on amber rose presents risque with roxy and ruby Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
Yo, cuál es la que miente? Somos los racas and you listening to Amber Rose present Risque with Roxy and Ruby on CBS. Play that it. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Bueno, pues como siempre, la cosa siempre se, pose, se pone, se pose, se pone más buena. Welcome back to Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. And our second guest has arrived. And uh, you smell delish, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate it. You do. Thanks. We and has, your beard I mean, is shining. That's the oil. That's the oil? No, I'm just kidding. I'm sweating. It's hot. Oh. <laughs> it comes out. I mean, what are you gonna do? That's what happens when you're in the middle of two Latinas. That's true. It's really hot in here. Because you're Persian. I, and I'm Persian. I, you know, I've, I think I've been in the middle of two Latinas, maybe once or Two twice or Latinas at the same times. time? Well, maybe I, it was a little... Uh, <laughs> without you saying maybe you've had a threesome back in the days with th two Latinas? I didn't say that. Well, maybe I did. Oh, <laughs> Our boy, Shervin... <laughs> Uh, hold on, I'm gonna let me see. Ruparvar. Ruparvar, yeah. Yeah. From the show, the the Bravo TV hit docuseries Shaw's a Sunset. Welcome to our show, man. Thank you, thank you yes. for having me. I'm excited. Of course, Anna, you are. So we were talking about this off the air, and we always have like the best conversations off the air that belong on the air. So we're like, okay, let's turn on the microphones. Exactly. And we were saying, Ruby and I were saying that, que, is it true that Persians don't like to get confused? For Armenians and vice versa, because Armenians, you say they live in Glendale. No, I say Persian lives in Beverly Hills, <laughs> Westwood. I, that, this is true. They're, you know, Persian Square is in is in Westwood. Persian uh, Square, Little Armenia is in Glendale. In Glendale. Um, you Which know, there's is a lot of there's, there's a lot of Persian Armenians. There's Armenians from Iran. Uh, I got friends that are Armenians, but yeah, you know, people don't like to get mixed up in general. It's not just Armenians. Armenian, Assyrian, Arab, Persian. I mean, like like I told you guys, Peruvians and Colombians don't want to be confused, right? I don't know. I'm Mexican. But you know, <laughs> but it's true, you know, because I'm Central American. I'm from El Salvador. Okay. And I'm always like... But she's Mexican. People are like, you're Mexican? And I'm like, no, I'm from El Salvador. And it is we very different. Her. It is very different. And I don't get offended, you know, yeah. but I do correct people. I'm like, no, I'm Salvadorian. I mean, shit, people from West LA and, and you know, East Pico LA? don't like I don't to think get, they get Either, you know? I know, I know. That's yeah. so true. <laughs> so, so check this out. So we're gonna uh, we love to hit on like different things that are going on around the world. Like Taylor Swift. Get look us up on the with Taylor Swift. Ruby. So, so she, I think she was in court. She just testified against the guy that grabbed her ass. Remember, we gave it was like the a story, DJ, right? Yeah. yeah, like like Antonio. Let's say. Like here, mi chocolatazo. Like if she were to come in and took a picture with her, he le mete la mano. Oh my gosh! And so, so what? She did got she... so upset, so she sued, and now she just testified. And what did she get out of testifying? Well, right now it, they're in the process, but the guy is like, imagine. I don't think he he kind of, I don't think he knew he was gonna take her that, that far. That she was that she yeah. was gonna take it this far. Yeah. So he just kind of figures like he's just gonna take a grab. Why not? She's there. Yeah. I see. Right. So are they allowed to do that, Anthony? Are, are DJs allowed to do that? What tachasis? Yeah, well, yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I could DJ. Fuck, you know, give me some CDs. I'll do it. I mean, wait, does it comes with it? Is it part he of the pay? He does that all the time. I mean, I gotta I say, know, there, there, awesome. there are there are people that are very uh, touchy feely, right? Yeah, but so I just many. think if if you're surrounded with somebody that's being touchy feely with you and you're uncomfortable, just be like, look, bro. Like, I don't like that. Yeah. And but, the thing is that she was like, it was like my bare ass because she was wearing a thong and she was wearing a, a skirt. So he went in there. Oh, he, he was like, yeah. once in a, a lifetime, who knows when I could ever touch Taylor Swift's ass again. But she's like so skinny. I like, know. What are you I was going to say, like, okay, if it was Jayla, like, I get it, you know, I would even do that. And he would need two hands, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Have you ever met Taylor Swift? I haven't. No. No, would but you want now to? I know not to touch her ass if I do, right? 
or ask Touch permission everything first. else. <laughs> ask but permission first. No, Shervin, so when, when it comes to women, right? Like, What's your type? I'm, I'm pretty open-minded. Do you, you like know? thick girls or do you like skinny girls or like I'm, what do you prefer do you like them juicy like break I, it down yeah you know i definitely like curves i think you, you want something to grab onto you like curves you like shape uh-huh, right uh-huh. um you know the, when they're really really skinny not so much which is kind of weird to say because the girl i most recently dated is really skinny so that well, how did that happen well, you fell in love with her personality it's a, it's a face right oh it's a face yeah the eyes the smile that's what really I, I think is the most beautiful. Like you guys have gorgeous eyes and smiles. You Thank you. You know that. what? I always, of course. <laughs> I know. Men, I know. I know what to do. Because right we're here. Latinas. Men have go. always told me, like, when I look into your eyes, like, ugh, like I, a man could fall in love with pretty eyes. Yeah, but is that before sex or after? Well, that's before. Oh, okay. That's how much game I have. Yeah, that's, qu- that's pretty good. That's pretty good. The question is, do you have re- a lot of game if they still say it after sex? <laughs> I know. That's for sure. And oh, if, really? They probably say it after my eyes have rolled back a few times. You they, know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. Okay. There you go. She, she knows. See, this is why Persian guys love Latino women because they look just like Persian women, just minus the attitude. Oh, what do you oh, really? mean? That's okay, great. I've heard much this less maintenance. You know, it's what like is, what, nobody wait, is, What does that mean? Nobody here is required that I be a doctor or drive a Mercedes yet, right? See, no. that's, that's a big hold that's on. An up so, right so, why do you think Persian women are raised to? I mean, because they come from families that yeah, have money. Or? It's a cultural thing, right? It's a cultural thing. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of immigrant families. Families, uh, Middle Eastern raise their kids to like, okay, you know, get yourself, be, be comfortable. I mean, they, there's a struggle, right? This is that they're coming from third world countries. Yeah. A lot of them have come here with nothing, so they struggle. So it's like they want their daughters to be taken care of. They'd rather have them, you know, marry, marry into somebody that's successful, somebody that's, you know, and education is always really important in our culture. So it's like a doctor or a lawyer, or, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, being like an entrepreneur, though, you can make even more money than a doctor. Hey, that's, Way more. that's why I left med school. Oh, were oh you? my God, I know. I was reading that about you. So interesting. But it makes sense because you're Persian. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it is. Yeah. It does. I mean, it's like Jewish people are the same, kind of mm-hmm. the same way. Like the, with their kids, they have to get an education. They have to get a degree. You know, even if you're pursuing, you know, Yeah, it was things. like, um, oh, okay, you want to be a car salesman? You want to be in the car business? Fine. Go become a doctor. Exactly. Get, <laughs> it says doctor. And then go sell Hondas, right? Oh. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's just more that to make real. your like parents happy, right? And yeah, like, you got to live up to a, their standards. Yeah, yeah, you do it, and and you know they don't they don't set those standards to hurt you. They set it to kind of help you yeah. in their own way. That's what my parents did with my first brother. They made him become a lawyer, and he went to the law school in New York and everything from Mexico. And then he was like, "Okay, here's your title. I'm gonna oh do whatever gosh. I want." Uh-huh. Nice. So that's why I, I when I dated a Persian guy, it made a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, like how did you like that, Ruby? I liked it. What did you like about it? Why do you want me to be specific? No, I'm just... <laughs> Here's a better question. What did you not like about it? <laughs> what did I, okay, exactly. Thank you. What I didn't like was that, obviously, my I grew up in Mexico, and my first language is Spanish. And I'm so Mexicana, like yeah, the you nopal. Are. You know, like, I love my mariachi and, like, tequila. my banda, tequila, all of that. So the, the culture cr- clash was... The only much, thing that really. I didn't like, but he lo- he even spoke a little bit of Spanish. Yeah, well, he's from California. Yes, so he's probably been to Mexico a lot. Mexico being like Cabo. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, like TJ. Uh, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So. He's like, no way, dude. I I saw all of Mexico. I walked the entire Mimelia Resort. <laughs> so, so I even got lost for a second. I found my way back. Shervin, are you? Were you born here, or were uh, you? Where no, were I was you born? born? You're on. You were born in Iran, yeah. and how old were you when you came here? Mm, I was like two and a half. Oh, so you're super Americanized. Yeah, I'm pretty. I mean, 
yes and no. My my first language is Farsi. I, I only speak Farsi with my parents. They were kind of like, they really wanted us to be like that. And then growing up, I'd be like, hey, dad, I want to do this. Or I want to do that. I'd be like, yeah, no. I'd be like, well, you know, all my friends. He's like, listen, inside these walls, this is Iran. Ooh. Outside those walls, you're in America. So, when you could pay for your own walls, you live where the fuck you so want. So when you when you date someone serious, do they want it? Do you want her to be? Uh, no, my parents are pretty open minded. Like my brother just married. He just got married. I was at his wedding um, less than two months ago, uh-huh. and his wife is Palestinian. She's awesome. You know, they're actually Orthodox Christian. Yeah. So I wasn't raised religious in any way. Um, my parents have always been pretty open-minded. Like, you know, as long as you're happy. See, that's, I, that is, that's, that's the thing cool. I like about Persians. Yeah. That's cool. My parents are the same way. I mean, if I brought anybody home, I mean, not anybody, but usually if I'm happy, they're happy. But, okay, for example, would you bring a Latina home? Or would that be like way off your radar? Because I know, you know, you're not the first Persian man that I've met that loves Latinas. Yeah. Like truly loves You guys love Latinas. But would you dare take one home? No, I've I've actually dated a, a Latina girl before. One. And, and my mom's made it, made, met her. And? Um, I mean, I was really young. I was like in high school, so. He's like, I never did that shit again. Bitch, I'm going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cut you. No, they're fiery. They're fun. Latina girls are fun. Hell yes, we are. <laughs> we like to live. We keep it spicy. That's for sure. For sure. So you specialize in entrepreneurship, project management within the tech, hospitality, nightlife, fashion industries. I mean, damn, You and you're on a hit show. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I, I like to stay busy. So are you kind of like Gary Vee? Gary Vee? Yeah, he's a, he's an, he, he considers himself a serial entrepreneur. Oh, yeah? Gary Vanderchuk? Gary Vee? That's what I know. You don't say awakeness. No, no, you don't have to know who Gary Vee is? No, I'm no. sorry. Oh, my God. Follow Gary Vee on Instagram. She he is, is shit. Lamarack, <laughs> <laughs> she always says that. Follow this person. I'm, I would never tell you to follow. I don't follow I people on social media that are fucking boring. Exactly. Like, if I'm a follow you. But you follow Gary Vee. Gary Vee's amazing. Okay. Like, okay. he talks about every morning, get up and grind. And, you know, do you know who Gary Vee is? It's, hold on. Am I the only. Eddie, no. You don't? Antonio. No. You guys need to step your game up, okay? Gary Vee is a shit. But let's talk about entrepreneurship. But that's like self-motivating stuff, He's right? self yeah. but he's yeah. an entrepreneur. Like he's like you. He's, he's a serial that's entrepreneur. Fair. That's fair. So where do you get your entrepreneurial spirit from? Uh, you know, again, my dad was in business. My uncle was. And, you know, growing up, I kind of related that to being a man. It's like, this is what men do. We do business. We work, right? And, and it's fun for me. I, I really enjoy it. I, I have fun... Uh, creating a, an opportunity for myself so like what exactly do you do i'm a serial entrepreneur shit i'll do anything really yeah, what does that me. mean let's do it uh if i have an opportunity like okay well i started the tech industry i have a couple of computer companies since then i've built sold companies bought companies sold them and then i've done other things i'm not all of them were successful right but but you that's, know, that's part of being an entrepreneur and that's how you learn your lesson right so some people pay you know hundreds of thousands of dollars to continue higher education go to med school or law school um, I lost a lot of money in business and learned some lessons there. Yeah. So, you know, that was my education. Uh, car business was a bad idea for me. I realized I enjoy more driving them and having fun in them than buying them and selling them. Uh-huh. So, but, you know, I do other stuff. I'm in hospitality. I have clubs and restaurants in Seattle. We have a clothing line. We have a headphone company. I think uh, I've actually rocked some of your headphones. Yeah, Munitios. Munitios, yeah. The ones that look like little bullets? Yes. Yeah, that's us. I, I was like, when I saw the name, I was like, oh my God, I have some of those. Uh, those are great. We own the patent on that. Yes. So do you like, you own the patent, but who do you distribute it to? No, we, we own the patent, so nobody else can make bullet casing in your headphones. Oh, but us, right? I love that. Yeah, we designed that. Yeah, so you we designed it or your team? My team. 
Nice. Yeah. So I do. I do business strategy. I'm not like in operations, right? I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I can't design shit. I can't even draw a straight line. You're the mastermind behind it. All. I, you know, I, I kind of drive the bus. Hey, but that's cool, Matt. You're a visionary. I mean, I would consider somebody like you a visionary. Thank you. That get you know you you said I love my ex boyfriend used to be like that man. Like I would have an idea or he would have an idea, and he would like help me come up with the business plan and oh, nice. and I was just like that is so sexy when a man just knows how to create business. You know what I mean? Thank you. Maybe in the next show, she'll tell people to follow me on Instagram now. Hey, I'm following you today. I'm following you. His Instagram is alpha. Alpha Sherv. Because you're, you're an alpha male. I, Kind of am. Yeah. Are you? <laughs> I, I consider. I don't. I don't consider myself an alpha male. I consider myself a male. Nice. And that means you're alpha. Oh snap! Yeah, I know that. It, that really happens <laughs> in the dog world. Like I have two pits, uh-huh. and I try to bring in another little boy pit. He was not having it. No. So I had to get a female because he was like, when I brought the little male, and he's puppy, like, now you talking. He was like, mm. yeah, I brought a female. He sniffed her and he yeah, found love. That's it. Yeah. Imagine yeah. if human beings were like that. Like we just human men, beings are like that. You, just, you give any I'm man, like, you oh give any man a pretty bitch, and he's gonna be happy. No, right? but that's listen, what you did for the pit. When we see people, we hug each other. We don't sniff each other's asses. Imagine if that's it like depends you on what do. part of town you're on. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That definitely depends on what part of town and what time of day. <laughs> oh my gosh! So so tell us, what's your favorite part about being on Shots of Sunset? I mean, because that's a whole other side of it's, your world that yeah. you were even used to. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's definitely its own world. It's been a hell of a ride. It, it's fun. It's fun. I mean, we get to do some crazy stuff, and you know, we get they we drink and act like assholes, and they follow us around. I mean, and you get paid for that. What, what else do you want? What right? is, I have never seen the show. You haven't? No. Oh so, wow. So what can you tell us? Hey, Alex. Alex, new? can we get my car? We got to get out of here. <laughs> my own show but that's my excuse actually i always say that to other people too when no, i haven't seen it's their not show. excuse dude i do i say it all the time i, I go it's... listen i barely have time to watch my own but mind you i do watch my own i don't no, watch but... my own i don't watch al rojo ryan secrets is the executive producer of shaw's of sunset right yeah it's ryan secrets productions ryan secrets productions dude that's <laughs> dude, he's a visionary what the hell he, yeah. he uh executive produces the kardashians he yeah. executive <laughs> produces the shaw's yeah, yeah, like american idol american idol yeah. he's on the radio like he really? is on and he's on live now with uh, with uh, Kelly, Kelly and Ryan now, yeah. that's dude, crazy. That dude doesn't have to work, but he still yeah. loves to show up every morning. He's like he must love waking up early in the Super morning. Super nice guy too. Super nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. We're part of the true entertainment now too. So we've got a great team behind us, and and they support us a lot. It's it's awesome. It's been a really fun experience. And you know the coolest thing is. You wouldn't expect it, but you actually make some differences for some other people's lives. I get messages and like people are motivated and they're they're like they're pumped and they ask me for direction and I'm like, wow, you know, it's you never expected that. So you get a good feeling out of it too. It's not just about getting drunk and causing drama. Yeah, hold on, but we're gonna talk a little bit more about <laughs> Shaw's of Sunset coming back. I know. So have you been on all six seasons? I've been on three of them, seasons four, five, and six. Oh snap! Okay. We're gonna. I know we can't go into too much detail about this new season, <laughs> but we are gonna be talking about Shaw's of Sunset coming right back, right here on Amber Rose presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play it. What's up, guys? It's Macy Kate, and you're listening to Amber Rose Presents Risque with my girls, Roxy and Ruby, on CBS's Play.it. Oh, man, we 
We love having fun guests that love to talk shit with us. Our boy Sher from Shaws of Sunset yo, is yo. In, the, in the hizzle. Uh-huh. Aquí la Ruby nunca ha mirado el show. <laughs> he goes, ya me voy a la chingada. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> You're crazy, Ruby. No, pero listen. So I, I was looking at your Instagram account, right? Like uh-huh. I was totally creeping on your account. Just and kidding. I, I saw you dressing really flashy. No. Well, that was a clip from the show. It was a Halloween party. Oh, okay. I thought that's how you rock. Oh yeah, that's no, no, no. Well, I'm sure you you dress like that and classy when you go to business meetings, right? Classy. That was an orange. I mean, with a zebra shirt. Like, <laughs> Damn. No, but I wanted chains. to ask you: Are you hairy, like underneath of that shirt? Of course, I can see the hairs. Yeah, right see. Here. <gasps> <laughs> Ruby. Oh, awesome. oh my god! Oh my god! A lot of hair. What? What? <laughs> I'm Persian. We grow hair. This is true. The upside is I don't have a lot on my back. Some people do. Yeah, you know what? I I feel like I'd rather a man have hair on his chest because. So listen, you're hairy everywhere. Not my back. I'd rather a man have hair on his chest versus his back or his ass because yeah, I've been with men right. I've been with men that have hairy asses and I'm like fucking go wax oh my god wax your ass and your balls do you have hair whoa, whoa. on your wax balls no I mean do you like when a girl's Hot groomed wax, like close do you to... like when a girl's groomed yeah okay it's the same thing no. women like that too we love when a man is groomed. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm down for grooming. Wax near the balls is kind of you know. Okay, maybe maybe house. clippers. Maybe you clippers. ever get your okay, clippers? Yeah, and you know, clip them. A, nice, <laughs> a trim. You know, a that, trim. That's 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 reasonable. Okay, but you're like yeah. I am not waxing. Hot wax, anything. pulling. You know, pain that area. No, no, no. Yeah, I remember I had a, a boyfriend that was a little hairy on his chest, and yeah. I was like, in a nice way, you know, because yeah. a man does that make you feel manly when you're hairy? I mean, okay, so that's like, like it, but yeah. that's but that's an ongoing de- uh, debate on all my pictures on Instagram sometimes it's like some people go no 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 grow it out and some people go no no shave it what do you guys think I mean look my thing is I don't mind hair I l- but mm-hmm. I think that it needs to be controlled you yeah. know like like get the clippers and yeah, but don't go completely completely hairless because yeah, then you don't, want, you don't, don't go want, full Kong no exactly like like right? me I don't understand men that shave their legs I'm yeah, like I've never done I'm that. like no, no, dude no, no, like your man is supposed to be hairy yeah like you know what I mean we get it but I, I get it if you're a swimmer and yeah. it, it makes you be faster. Are but you? if you're not a swimmer and you're shaving your legs, or I used to know somebody Soccer that used to nair their, their arms. Legs. And yes, then yes, guess what? It was that. all That's spiky natural. when it was growing back. I was oh, like, oh, that shit is nasty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, it's, you got to be a hell of a swimmer to like have the, the that as an excuse, by the way. Like the guys at the gym that go, oh, no, 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 it's because I swim. It's like, bitch, you use freaking arm floaties. <laughs> <laughs> And now you're shaving your legs and you well, you took off like half a little piece of a second? Like, what was that going to do for you? Seriously. You know, if Phelps shaves his legs, I get it. You know, dude's an Olympic swimmer. That yeah. makes sense, right? But no, I don't know, man. That might be because you dress a little special on certain nights of the week and go to the special clubs, right? Oh, my gosh. No, but listen. So how did you get recruited to be on the show if you've only been on for season three, four, and five? No, four, no, four, four five, five, and six. six. Yeah. How did you get recruited? Uh, MJ, who's uh, one of my castmates, she actually ended up being my real estate agent when I moved to LA. Oh. And so she was on the show and she was like, hey, you know, and she kind of brought me into the group and she was like, hey, you know, this is my client. And she took me to one of the parties. I got to know everybody else and built my relationships. And she was like, I think you'd be a great addition to the show. Well, you know, the show is just about a group of friends, right? So she kind of brought me into the group and that's, that's how... You know, I ended up there. That, hey, that's why it's so important to build relationships, not only in Hollywood, but just build relationships. It'd be nice. Don't be afraid to talk to people. Don't be yeah. afraid to 
Uh, you know, because I think a lot of people have problems networking. They're just like, oh, I don't need to introduce myself to like. You never know who is who. You oh, for never sure. Know. You know, especially mm-hmm. living in LA or anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. You know, or or not. Don't be an asshole because yeah. you could be an asshole to the wrong person, and yeah. they're gonna be like, "Yeah, bitch, I had the ticket to your future, but you a conceited one." So no, bye. I've seen Felipe. that happen. You yeah. know what I yeah. mean? Mm-hmm. You know, and it always. I, I'm always a big fan of that. Like anytime you meet somebody, whether you're standing in line at Starbucks or at the gas station or whatever, and they, they want to talk to you, don't be a dick. You know, you have no idea who that person is. You or really what's don't. Going on. And it might only take you a second to say something, make them smile for a second and change your day. Right. So, yeah. Or it could be something bigger. It's always not what you know. It's who you know. Exactly. And besides, one time I cut this guy off and then I realized it was the guy I was going to go to the meeting. Uh, oh. Yeah, that didn't work out that well. Oh my gosh. Yes. And that was your lesson. Yeah, that was a good lesson. So mm-hmm. see, I remembered it. Right? Yeah. So 100%. Now, now I'm very nice. I actually <laughs> I actually was one of the, the people in LA that let people kind of get in the lane in front of me. I'm like, I yeah, never go ahead. Do. Go good. ahead. I do. I, I do. Yeah, I'll hook it up. I'll hook it up. I mean for- <laughs> <laughs> This one, she doesn't watch my show. She doesn't let people in like She's mean. How do you not, deal with her all day? She's I'm not mean. mean. I'm the sweetest. I'm just kidding. I'm just, I, get, I gave you points. You like guys that are hairy. It's cool. How do you know? Because like you guys, said it. I like hair on their faces. Oh no, 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 no! I was gonna say your your goatee is on point. It's groomed. Hair. The thing is, is men yeah. need to really understand. Like I always say, listen to our show. You'll learn a lot about what women like. Not right? too long, though. Not, not yeah, too yeah. long. When a man is like looking like Santa Claus, no, mom is. No. You went too far. <laughs> the beard club's not working for yeah. you. Yeah. No, I see. But when you groom it like yours, and yeah. it's like, let's be really honest. When a man goes down on you and he has a goatee, it just like it's bomb. <laughs> like it just looks good. <laughs> it feels good, and it's just like so, yes. So for guys that are like clean shaven, they should use like an SOS brush. Like, <laughs> what, I mean, a is there, yeah, <laughs> is there like a replacement? You know, no, it's no, like I mean, some I sandpaper. like guys with no facial hair too, but it's just like I, I, I like a little. You, you like would be hair. amazed how many women love facial hair. Yeah, like really? I think most women that I talk to, they love, they appreciate facial hair. But well, you know, as a Persian man, I appreciate it too. And by the way, I shaved this morning. But it I don't like really hair fast, oh my right? from the waist down. From the waist, do you like it bald? Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. And how do you, how do you prefer your women? <laughs> how do you prefer your I, women? I prefer my women hygienically groomed <laughs> and clean, as long as like you know there isn't some nastiness or you know any kind of random smell. growth or smell. Ew. Yeah. Ooh, Has growth? that ever happened yeah. to you? Growth? What smell? Yeah. I mean, you know. And what I'm, do you do? You're like. Peace, peace out. Yeah, you kind of, you kind of, you kind of go to use the bathroom and just keep walking. Right? Um, yeah, it's pretty bad. No, it's it'll definitely kill the mood. Hundred. I'm sure. Sure. Do you That's consider gross. yourself a player? A player. He does look like a little player. Oh, okay. Well, first off, why is it little? Oh, okay. <laughs> There's nothing little about me. Nothing. Okay. Do you okay. consider yourself a player? Uh, he considers himself a show off. I consider myself fun. You know, I mean, what do you want me to say? No, I, that's a yes or no answer. Don't go God around God damn it, it, yes. You are a player. No, I'm just, you know. Why? I'm, I'm not married. You're not married, so yeah. you're having fun. Do you fun. have a relationship? Yeah. I'm on and off. Okay, no, nah, He's nah, nah, a nah. player. See, I have a problem. <laughs> that is the, oh, my God. That's the, that's I have a problem that say, uh, with people that say, yeah, I've been with a person on and off for nine years. Like, you're either on or you're off. I'm that well, yeah, person. sometimes you're on and sometimes you're off. Yes. No. Like, that's if you're on and off. <laughs> yes, that's true. With the same person? <laughs> yes. No. Nine years? That's kind of long. Yeah, uh, that, no. that I call a booty five. call. Five. I'd say five. Five, five years is, my is okay. Five is my limit. Okay. <laughs> 
So she's not, like, at the end of five years, it's either on from here on or off. From yeah, here. yeah. I like see. it's yes. that's. I see. No, no. So what, not, and what no, made you come like up with five? Years. Not. No, it's three. Oh, now it's three. No, it's three. It lost two years that the fast. First, the f- that was fat. Forty percent just out the door. <laughs> the first one was five. The second one was three. And now it's only one. Oh, no. oh Jesus Christ. I swear <laughs> to God, like, if we keep talking, she should be like, listen, within 15 minutes, I need to be proposed to or I'm out. <laughs> Seriously. It's just like this thing's dropping. So you're dropping faster in the stock market this week. Forget about it. No, I mean, I guess that's that's a woman that knows what she wants, though. Exactly. Clearly. Yeah, you can tell she knows what she wants because she changes her mind so quick. <laughs> Okay, so listen, so all of you guys on the Shah Center are Persian. Yeah. Um, I would say very non-traditional Persians, right? You guys are not like, are, are you Jew? Yeah. What's your religion? Are you Jewish, uh, Christian? I'm, I'm, You're Christian. I'm not religious at all, but technically, neither are my parents, but technically my grandparents were Muslim. Okay. So you're Muslim? No, his grandparents no, are. I'm not. Trust me, I'm going to have some happy hour drinks after this. and uh, <laughs> About to turn up. Yeah, yeah. So that's Where are you going to be so we can follow you? <laughs> I'll find somewhere. No, so I would. What do you think the the Persian community thinks about Shah's sunset? Do you guys get heat from the Persian community? Like, oh my gosh, the, the people that are I guess like Orthodox and and you are know you what an I mean? embarrassment to their society. Um, so okay, well, what's for, the reviews well, first that off, you've heard? Okay, I'll tell you this. I mean, six. I'm mean, six years in. People are somewhat kind of used to it at this point, right? Yeah. But you know, first year it. I wasn't on it and I've always been a fan of the show and I've always actually stood up for them and I'm like, you know, kudos to them. They're, they've got the balls to get out there and do it. And if somebody's going to get paid doing it, why not let it be your brother, right? So good for them. But some people are like, no, it's bad. It makes us look bad. And I'm like, bro, they don't, they're not there to represent Persians. They just happen to be six Persians that, you know, live in LA. Jersey Shore represent all Italians. No, you know? oh, no, but they're oh all God. Italian. Yeah, right? yeah, that's true. So you know, it's the same thing. It's it, it's not necessarily that. And I appreciate the show because a lot of it raises awareness about certain cultures and morals that we have, and you know, explains like this is why we do this, and this is how Persian New Year works, etc. And so on. So I do like that part of it. And some fans will be like, "Oh, it's so cool! I'm learning about it." With that said, we are the exact opposite of traditional Persian. I was about <laughs> to say that. Yeah. I know everybody gets. Um, has no filter there's a lot of like cultural rules that aren't necessarily followed and we do we do we go against the grain and i think it's kind of like the beauty of it is watching the show afterwards because you know filming is our normal life but sitting down watching it it's like she just said what everybody wants to say and is scared to say Mm -hmm. and that's appreciated yeah it's appreciated it really is. is it is so i think it's uh i think it's brave to get out there and do that and you do take some heat for it but i think the heat you take is a little ignorant and it's just, hey, listen, if you're not doing something right, you ain't going to have no haters, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's it. Bring on the hate means we're doing it good. So before we started the show, you were talking about Persian women and how they're very, very, uh, how do you say it? High maintenance. High maintenance. Okay, now I'm going like, to get like 30 emails about this saying, ooh, I'm high maintenance. Okay, I'm saying in general, mm-hmm. Persian women are a little bit more high maintenance. And I'm sure some of them are going to say, hey, you know, you got to work harder for something that's better, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying no, but yeah, you know, culturally they're kind of raised. And, and here's the other thing. Persian, especially the females, from when they're born, it's like the whole family, everybody's traditional. is like, oh, princess, she's so beautiful. She's going to break everybody's heart. She's this, she's that. It's like, dude, have you seen this kid? You know, it looks like it got dropped a few times. It's like, <laughs> what part of this is a princess? You know, but they're still nice and they say it. And the kid, at some point or another, after hearing this for, you know, a couple decades, Believes it, they, they believe, believe it. it. Yeah. Right? And so, so they feel like, maybe entitled 
a oh, lot of these women to say yeah to say the more least. than men so how are yeah. the men the men have to be like okay you got to work hard you know you got to you got to have a good you education provide. you have to provide you know and if and if you build it she will come right yeah so you know these guys will they'll build it out and the girls you know they want to traditionally they're they oftentimes and again I'm speaking in general doesn't apply to all of them but they're going to take care of themselves they're going to go and enhance themselves and you know they'll do the the nose and the boobs and the lips and the this and the that oh. and they'll get all done up and they'll they'll try to create that that look right oh. yeah you see that guy that the Persian guy that I dated he he I don't know if that's how everybody is but he was like you know what I just feel like you're not you don't know what you want now so when you're ready just Call me. Is that how they operate? Like very, if they want something, they're like. Yeah, we're pretty. We're pretty straightforward, straightforward about what we want. Yeah, and and I'm not surprised that he said you don't know what you want. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was how many years ago? <laughs> it was that probably was like 15 minutes ago. ago. No, it was like 30 minutes before the but show started. He's no, because. <laughs> Because she, he's like the guy, poor guy's like, oh, you don't seem like you know what you want. You couldn't answer a simple question ten minutes ago. Este te está leyendo, cabrón. Este te está leyendo. Oh my god. Do you read cards as well? Do I read cards? Yeah. No, no, no. The future just, or the past? No, no, no. I can just smell bullshit. Oh. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so I'm bullshit. Sure. No, see? no. But you know, when your answer keeps changing, then you know, then you sniff bullshit. My answer is Yeah, remember your five years to three years to one year to 15 minutes? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So listen, so um, you've been featured on, I mean, you're kind of like a go-to influencer when it comes to um, entertainment, the fashion scene. You've been featured on, uh, what, OK Magazine, Funny or Die, Daily Mail. How does it feel to be considered like that go-to influencer? Like, is that a lot of pressure for you? Are you like, I'm good, that's what I am? Yeah, you know, I, I, I... I'm still kind of in shock. Don't be humble. Whole, no, the whole thing is surreal for me, to be honest. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not the How guy that comes in. How old are you? I, <laughs> I'm old as shit. <laughs> it's actually my birthday in two weeks. Really? Yeah, yeah. How old are you turning? 37. What? Oh, you're young. Good thing. You're Happy baby. early birthday. Yeah. Thank you. Thank we you. don't have no tequila, but we have I mango know. with chile. Mango with chile. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, no, no. Yeah. So if your birthday's in two weeks. It's in two weeks. We're trying to figure out what to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw a party. You... You guys are all welcome to join. I'm sure it'll be like, we'll it is out. it going to be documented for the cameras? No, we're not in filming season. So that means the party can actually um, be, a be party. super crazy, yeah. super messy. Yeah, the, you know, the, we have great times on camera and then we have even greater times off camera. So so you guys are real friends. Yeah, oh, for that's sure. cool. And even if you're not, and when I did that reality show, like even if you're not, you got to pretend like you fucking are. No, we are. We have friends. a legitimate relationship. That's amazing. <laughs> Wow. So, um, I guess the pinche Ruby, you threw me off, girl. No. So, listen, you, where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at AlphaSherv, Twitter at AlphaSherv, and then my full name, Shervin Rupavar, is my fan page on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I love it. And one last question since you are an entre- a serial entrepreneur, what would you say, like, Right now, people listening that that have that entrepreneurial spirit, that have a vision, that have a desire to say, you know what, fuck going to medical school. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't. I want to do it for me. I, you know, that may not have strict parents that are expecting them to go to school, or they may have those strict parents. But what would be like your top three business advice right now that you could drop to someone that is a visionary like you, but you know doesn't what, know how to get started? I think. But what it really comes down to is you got to follow your passion, right? So do what you really want to do. 
uh, the, the worst thing you can do is chase money. Mm. Right? Don't ever do it and be like, oh, this is going to make me rich. I'm going to chase the money. I'm doing it for the money. No. Go be the best at what you want to do. And I promise you money will chase you. Right. Yeah. So, you know, my dad used to always give me this, this example. I'd be like, hey, dad, what do you think of this business? What do you think of that business? Like, Look, every single business, I can show you somebody that's killed it. Say ice cream shop, Baskin Robbins. Right. Say, you know, flower shop turned into 1-800-Flowers. Right. Anything I can show you that killed it, but then I can show you 10 that failed. So the thing is, you could take anything and just be the best at it. And yeah. It'll come. So follow your passion. Give it all and it'll, it'll come to you. Nice. Give me two more. I gave you two. That was two, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, but for sure. Like, and I think another advice is if something fails, like, don't give up. Don't give up. Because yeah. I think oh, a lot yeah. of people have, that are entrepreneurs, they start a business and they don't see fruit in like three years. And, you know, I was reading a yeah. really cool article the other day on Steve Jobs. And, you know, there was a one, there was a point where he wanted to throw up his hands and be like, fuck all this. And imagine if he would have done that. And I think everybody gets there. That's I what get, I'm saying. I didn't get paid for the first two and a half years of my company, my first company. I didn't get paid. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. And it was just, I was, I was, we literally ran through our savings, myself and my business partner. And then we run our credit cards. You know how you get those like 0% APR for the, for the balance transfer? Yep. We're moving from this moving, transfer yep. for six months to that one to this one. <laughs> and that's how we got it there. And I think you brought up Steve Jobs. I've noticed that every single like, business is like a test, right? And I think every single business and every single person that does it, at some point or another, it tests you and it brings you all the way down to the bottom and it wants to see if you deserve it. And if you don't give up, then it pays you. And then Ooh, so, get paid, yeah. get paid. But that's so true. Going. My mentor always tells me that. Don't chase the money. It will always come yep. when you love what you do. Exactly. And you're happy. You know what that's I mean? It. And you yeah. got that freedom. So, man, good luck thank on you, season thank you. six. Thank you. How thank many you episodes is it? Uh, it's 13 episodes. Then we're going to go into the reunion. We got episode five. It's on Sundays at eight o'clock on Bravo. I love it. And Abe, we're expecting an invitation to your birthday party. Hundred percent, hundred percent. That's better. as long. That's as long as this one can answer two questions about the next episode. Shut up. Because we're going to quiz her. <laughs> we know your PR girl, that's and we it. love her, and she loves us. Okay? She's dope. She is Forget dope. What's up, Alex? <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. So uh, make sure you spread the word. De que cada miércoles aquí estamos con puro sabor. I love you, Ruby. I love Let's you go more. have a drink. Let's go. Let's go. Make yes. it a double. A couple. <laughs> Make it a double. Okay, we're out. See ya. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.